Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of TDZ or not TDZ. Uh, that is, there is no question, actually. Uh, that is courtesy of Juju. Uh, I just know that y'all. monologue because of Billy Madison. <laughs> to die. Whether it is nobler to sleep. Let's <laughs> go, baby. Oh man. No more. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one piece of Shakespeare that I had to memorize in high school. And I did not commit mem- it long term. Was that like yeah. standard practice? He, I think it used to be like I think that was like real common in like fifties education and like right. British I mean, education. Like right. you have we to memorize. Had a module on it. I feel like right. in AP Lit, but right. not like uh, okay, Miles, uh, please come up to recite. Give your monologue. Uh, yes, uh, the character of Iago really resonated with me from Othello. So allow me. Right. I'm wondering if the teacher, now that I'm like thinking about it, I'm wondering if the teacher wanted us to like inhabit the character and like give a dramatic reading, but I I think I was pretty rote. Right. Uh, Anyways, I'm Jack. That's Miles. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ed Norton is trending and my heart skipped a beat, Miles, because the, the algorithm has learned something about how to write headlines so that until the very end of the headline, we think the person has died. It was announcing uh, that he is going to star or be one of the stars of Knives Out 2. But the oh. way it was written was Edward Norton, star of, like, started referencing his work. Which, it, it was just, like, note for note exactly how you announce that somebody has passed away. Yeah. Uh, they, they, what are they doing? I think they, like we were saying before, I think they know that on well, they some probably level that's write, enough to get someone engaged. Yeah. You release like five headlines and see which one is getting the most engagement. And it's just, you just go with whichever one has the most engagement. Right. And then uh, ask ask for forgiveness later when... Um, there it is. You heard it here first. Hey, AMC uh, is trending uh, because this might be the new Game Stonk. I don't know. AM Stonk. The energy. The energy yeah. of, the, on, of AMC, AMC 511 Twitter uh, is, is high. It's high. It's just funny to see more than more than like whatever may or may not happen with the AMC stock. It's just interesting to see like it's like this one part of Twitter that seems very bipartisan because you see like people tweeting who are clearly like on some Rose Twitter shit like, yeah, fuck, we holding on for dear life. Hodel gang, we out here. And then even like when you look at the trending topic beneath that will be like someone with an avatar of Trump, like hugging the American flag. And they're like, we're getting the hedge funds, baby. Let's go. And I'm like, see, look at that. That's that's the one thing that I think the uh, the powers that be don't want people to realize. Like, no, they're most of y'all. It's on the same page. Yeah. The Wall Street bets. The Wall Street Bets subreddit has figured out something that neither political party has been able to figure out. That right. uh, the thing that everybody doesn't like is the system that is fucking them over. But yeah, I guess and watching people like are... sit on their ass and just like move numbers around in their phone and be like, "Yep, all right, I'm done for the day." Just, just cleared a cool mail. Yeah. Anyways, this this will be interesting because this one actually like I do. Th- think the box office is opening up a little bit like uh a jason statham movie uh over the weekend wrath of man cleared like 
nine million dollars, I think, which is the official like how much a Jason Statham movie always makes. Like that is just the rule for mm-hmm. when you're releasing a Jason Statham movie. So it's pretty it's respectable. It suggests that like if they started releasing a normal slate of movies, people would be going to the movies. So we'll see. I don't know why I said that with the inflection of Bill Cosby, but people would be going to the movies. Uh anyways. Or Gumpy or Yeah, yeah, it was blade, a little weird. You know, whatever. Yeah. Hey. New York mayoral interviews. <laughs> what what's going on here? Brooklyn what's... specifically, because Brooklyn. You know, we all look, we're in a moment in, in, in this country yeah, around the world where mm-hmm. many people they've decided they do not want sub subsistence wages to toil while others, you know, reap the benefits of exploiting their labor. And you know, we need leadership. We need people who understand what things cost, what the lived experience is of everyday Americans. And in this specific example, New Yorkers, because these people are running for the mayor of New York. So the New York Times, they do interviews with the candidates like they do presidential candidates so they can come to a determination if they're going to endorse someone. And a couple of the answers really struck stuck out at people um, because, you know, affordable housing is a huge issue in, in right. this country. Um, and the answers of these people who are running for mayor of New York City is they should almost be disqualified for being so out of touch. So the first person up is Sean Donovan. He served as the HUD secretary, okay, and budget housing director. Housing and urban development. Yes. Like, okay. housing is his expert understanding how we develop that, how we can create more equitable outcomes. Or, and this was under know. Trump, presumably, based under on this President answer? Obama. Oh, okay. 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 And a budget director under Obama. Okay. okay. So he knows money. He and knows. Let me add one more. Housing, housing commissioner under Bloomberg. Okay. So he's I mean, this guy for the mayor. Gets it. He gets it. At the very least, he gets housing in New York. Bro, and that exactly. is why he is running to be your mayor, New York. Street Yorkers. Easy is just going straight into his brain. Zillow, yes. Redfin, he's main snorting lines up of that shit every day. He knows what shit costs. So uh, Mara Gray at the New York Times editorial board asking him, uh, thanks. Do you know, happen to know what the median sales price for a home is in Brooklyn right now? His answer, in Brooklyn? Huh. I don't know for sure. I would guess around, it is around $100,000. Mara Gay. A banana? Mara Gay. It's $900,000. And he answers, median home, including apartments? Oh. Later on, they the New York Times notes in a parenthetical, Mr. Donovan later emailed to say that his $100,000 answer referred to the assessed value of homes in Brooklyn. Quote, I really don't think you can buy a house in Brooklyn today for that little, he wrote. Okay. Uh-huh. But you... You clearly thought you could. Sure. So $100,000 is what you need to own in Brooklyn. Yeah, that is as off as the uh, banana quote from Arrested Development. Right. Like, what could a banana cost? $11. (laughs) (laughs) So the next up is Ray McGuire. He gets it. This is a black man who is the Citibank executive. Oh, well, he's, then he definitely he's, he's gets said it. a lot about, you know, like he what the ills of the city and parts of the cities that need help. It's the Same bank of the city. He's in city the streets. Bank. He's in these streets talking to people about their their problems and, you know, helping them with their money, presumably. And also, I want to be your Mary. Yeah, I worked at a fucking predatory bank who used to handle slave money back in the day. I don't know. <laughs> but look, here's right. the deal. I want to be your mayor. Mara Gay coming through. Um, what is the median sales price for a sales price for a home in home or apartment in Brooklyn? 
He, his answer in Brooklyn, uh, that number has gone up now. It, it depends on where in Brooklyn, Margate. Just average for the borough, the median. Do you know it? It's got to be somewhere in the eighty to ninety thousand dollars range, <laughs> if not higher. Margay, hey, the median sales that. price for a home in Brooklyn is nine hundred thousand dollars. His answer: nine hundred. I Margay, what? Him? I'm sorry. He's <laughs> <laughs> apologizing to his handlers, presumably. I uh, really fucked that one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah this motherfucker apologized and this is the problem because they we have it. people writing policy where they think for eighty thousand dollars you could own a brownstone in brooklyn yo this could be a whole like website a whole like channel on youtube where you just interview rich people and ask them how much they think stuff costs yeah this is that is wonderful. It shows you just how much wealth completely takes your head out of the game in terms yeah. of like because at that point, truly, right? I'd imagine if you have a million dollars just passively sitting, like you're liquid, a right. like million dollars liquid. Yeah. Like, why would you ever know what anything costs? Like, um, presumably, you have all these money managers. You know, whatever you desire is being handled to a certain extent, and you just flash your plastic square at things, and you get it. So it's just really fucking, ugh. again, I think this really underscores that we need more people to run for office and also work in government that actually understand what any of this means. I have friends who work in government and the stories that I have to hear of them, like the horror where they're like, you know, talking about. Well, we need to like, what's our plan for getting people computers, like under un, uh, underserviced people in our community computers. And they have people who are there like, like social workers who are saying, well, maybe we should probably do some kind of like, uh, like make sure they're searching for like jobs, like means testing and things like that. Like you have people who are social, who are still talking about means testing for people in need. Like there are yeah. so many obstacles, even if you are someone of good faith, and have a vision to help your community, there are still so many people who just take these jobs who really aren't interested in the outcome or just don't have the ability to empathize that I'm hoping, yeah. If you've ever um, thought of getting involved, I'm telling you, people, like, it, it's, this This is the kind of shit that, you know, creeps into our city halls and our halls of government. People just Did you see, out speaking of, of means bullshit. testing bullshit, did you see that the Biden administration wants to make it uh, disqualifying f- to collect unemployment benefits. Right. If you turn down, no, if you turn down a job that is like the oh, same or equivalent right. uh, to what you had before, to the job yeah. you lost at the beginning of the pandemic. Never mind that, like, more than any year, like this past year, has completely changed people's circumstances. You are required to take the same job you had before uh, because otherwise the Republicans will be mean to Joe Biden, I guess. Yeah, because he wants to go, you know, very Clintonian of him. It's to so get Clintonian. The means testing, welfare queen type fucking myth. Keep that shit alive. Yeah. When all we're seeing is like this very interesting labor movement also occur across the country where people are like, hey, man, come work Chipotle. Oh, uh, fuck. You, you could make six figures at some point. We get it. We got to pay y'all. Fuck. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you still have a president who's going to side with these business owners and be like, yeah. no, I get it. So we'll put the squeeze on our end to make sure they come 
to take their sub subsistence wages from you. Just think um, about like how difficult that is to litigate. Like you have to track down like how much somebody was making before. Okay, they said no to this job. They won't come back. So then you have to like have people chasing down people who said no to a job and making sure that they it's like that's so much wasted effort when you could just give the people the fucking money that they need to survive. Like their right. people aren't just sitting on their ass. Like you all y'all always say like in the center and like center right that like people want to work. Well, if you trust them to want to work, then give them let let them just make yeah. that decision on it, their well, own. It's just this weird moment where <sighs> government is providing more in terms of a social security or a social net safety net for people than private business is in terms of wages. Right. So what is that telling you? And I think again, any fucking human being who didn't have one eye on worrying about if their phone's blowing up because the lobbyists are just being like, what are you talking about raising the fucking middle? You got your mind? Um, that's what needs to happen. Like we have to, we have to make some, we have to create some kind of standard because you even hear people still bring up that tired ass point, like minimum wages for like people who are like in high school and shit. Like that's what right. it used to mean. Right. But that's not where we're at. And people have to support families and profits seem to be going up. The growth seems to be happening but just not for the people that are making it possible. Like again, oh, fuck, man, we'll it, it would be great to, uh, it would be great to also do that test of like how much you think college costs today to, uh, like people who are older who are mm -hmm. like, don't, don't forgive student debt. Like ask the boomer generation, like assuming they don't have kids who's, they just had to pay through college. Like, uh, cause you know, like they all worked their way through college on having low paying jobs right um, but jobs nonetheless that were somehow able to eke out an existence like that like, right no, I yeah yeah, yeah. like entry level job yeah yeah, yeah yeah all right donald glover is trending uh because apparently uh donald glover is uh, condemning cancel cancel culture yep he's yeah. canceled thank you sir sorry goodbye at donald glover yeah. um this is the funniest shit man it shows how stupid reaction and reactionary twitter is because he's talking about he was tweeting about the fact that he's like man these tv shows are boring and you know that like we actually that there's there's a fear uh for creators to not experiment so the first he was like said so they all uh so they feel like they can only experiment with aesthetic also because some of them know they're not that good we're getting boring stuff and not even experimental mistakes because people are afraid of getting canceled so this is the thing he said when he, that line people took as, Oh, people don't can't be edge Lords anymore. Cause they're afraid of being canceled. He's talking about in the context of TV shows that people that is, are afraid to make mistakes for their show to be canceled. Like we're why we started. Fuck it. I don't, uh, I mean, they're the people who are anti-cancel culture are so desperate to have somebody who is culturally relevant on their side that they, this is where they're at. Yeah. Well, he said, I mean, it kind of applies to what we're talking about, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, that fucking New York post picks that up and immediately Donald Glover fear of cancel culture is creating boring TV. Uh huh. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. No, that's not what he said. I, he didn't say cancel culture. Okay. He's talking about right. TV shows being uh, not being renewed. At the end of their run of this season. That's what we mean. But hey, you know, 
This is where but maybe they'll <laughs> accidentally like encounter good culture as they're like casting about for some like cultural relevancy for like the anti. Maybe they'll like actually watch Atlanta. Yeah. And oh shit! Accidentally right. learn something. <laughs> yeah, like this singular tweet convinced like all these mag people. Like, man, Atlanta is. I've. Oh, I didn't really. I didn't think entertainment could function like that and kind of make a statement at the same time. Huh. Yeah. I like that one episode about the white guy who lives by himself in the, in the, in the mansion. That yeah. was kind of cool. What happened to that character? I thought it was a show going to be cool. about that guy. Yeah, he seemed he seemed neat. Uh, Teddy, I don't was know. It? Yeah. Uh, and finally, students for Trump. No, not the thing Jeffrey Epstein used to be in charge of. I'm talking about the committee of uh, or like the group where that was like college students that were supposed to support donald trump i saw them kicking around during mm -hmm. the trump administration i was always like wait there are huh students for trump older people posing as students for trump right that's what i assumed but then you see these people and there's like a some young young looking people oh yeah for sure for sure so anyways the leader of that john lambert uh just got sentenced to 13 years he was uh he's 25 uh, and he was pretending to be Eric Pope of the Manhattan-based firm Pope and Dunn uh, for a number of years, starting in 2016. So, you know, he was inspired. He, he was like, we can do anything. Uh, he falsely claimed to be a graduate of NYU Law School with a finance degree from UPenn and 15 years of experience in corporate and patent law. Uh, and he... So he was running the scam from 2016 to 2018, which targeted people who had little or no experience seeking legal advice. Victims sought Lambert's help through the freelancing website Upwork, uh, where he earned at least $46,000 uh, by giving legally advice that he was, uh, quote, totally unqualified to give. Uh, she, The judge noted that one victim had expected Lambert, uh, posing as the uh, lawyer Eric Pope, to help with a credit problem. Mr. Lambert took his money and did nothing. He did not even have the common decency to make up an excuse and tell the victim to hire another attorney. <laughs> that's, that's just stupid. Lazy scamming. Um, but that's but yeah. what, you know, that's what that privilege does to these scammers, man. It's yeah, yeah. so weak with it. It's like yeah. no thought about, I don't know. I don't know why I'm getting fucking mad at people's weak scams. God, what I would do with my whiteness to scam people. <laughs> you just fucking, you just thwart and you just, ah, nonsense. Didn't know. He didn't know he couldn't do that. I'm know. sorry. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Ooh. Judge. I didn't know I couldn't do that. Uh, anyways, those are some of the things that are trending. Uh, we are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get a vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye.